toward your families. Amen. Today, uh, we want to um, throw more light in understanding of covenant. So the title of my message is Understanding Covenant. Understanding Covenant. And the reason why we want to understand covenant is that we live in a covenant. We, you were born into covenant. And our lives is regulated by covenant. Because literally, the Old Testament and the New Testament literally means old covenant and a new covenant. So that if you are not in the Old Testament and you are in the New Testament, you are in a new covenant. And your life is being governed by covenant. And when you understand covenant, you don't take your life for granted. Because Bible makes us to understand. This morning when Brother Ben was uh, uh, leading and uh, um, quoting some of the scriptures, he said when God sworn, because there was nobody greater than himself, otherwise he, he would have sworn by that greater deity. But he said that because there was nobody greater than himself, he swore by himself. So he made an unbreakable covenant. And it is not for him. It is for you and I. And he did it in such a way that there is no room for you to doubt him. Do you mean what it means by doubting God? In other words, you are saying that you can't do this. That is why in the Old Testament time, he told them that make sure that you keep covenant. When you are not keeping it, you are telling him that I don't trust you. When you are not keeping it, you are telling him that I don't believe. Can you imagine? After he has gone to the extent of swearing and has cut a covenant, the highest form of covenant, the one that when you are walking through, you are saying that whatever has happened to this animal, may the same thing happen to me if ever I break my covenant. God himself took this form of covenant or cut this form of covenant so that you and I will believe. The reason behind it is for you and I to believe how far he has gone because of you and I. Otherwise, he need not to swear to the angels. I don't even know whether he made a covenant to the angels. He did not. One command, one promise is enough for the angels to obey. But human beings, because we wobble and because our, we have mind, something, because we forget, that is why he made a covenant. But if the angels, the angels of God don't forget, they don't need a covenant. They just believe one command, one instruction, they carry it out. So the, the, the people of old were told several times, make sure that you keep this covenant. Make sure that you remember this covenant. Make sure that you always visit this covenant. Because sometimes you can forget. Because we are human beings. We are made up of spirit, soul, and body. No human being is perfect and can remember everything. From the age five to the age uh, whatever seventy, we we tend to forget. So the when God made the Israel the the, the the covenant with our forefathers, one of the instruction that is what we learned last uh, uh, um, Sunday. One of the characteristics of the covenant, where the instruction was that make sure that you keep keeping the covenant is is as if. You are you are you are staying in the in the, in a certain radius, because anytime they forget, they go and do what God had told them not to do, and they 
the, the, the potency of the, of the, how do you call it, of the covenant, the strength of the covenant getting weakened by themselves, not by God. Because they dwindle away. Say, so make sure that you are always reminding yourself that you are in covenant. Amen. There was a statement that um, Joseph made in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, 22. He said that, by faith, Joseph said, God will surely visit you people. Remember to carry my bones with you. Remember that Joseph was not there when God made a covenant with Abraham. God told Abraham that, you know what? I will carry you from, from, from whatever land you are into the land of Canaan. He said, no, for sure, that this land, Canaan, is yours. And he took, a, a, he cut a covenant and he sworn. Joseph was not there. But Joseph, Bible said that when he was about to die, said that he told the generation and his children, remember, he said, I know for sure. For somebody who was not there when the covenant was made, to say that I believe beyond every reasonable doubt that God will carry you from Egypt to Canaan. Remember to carry my bones. In other words, even though he was in Egypt, he can see Canaan. He acted on the promise. See, every covenant that God has made with you, you were not there when it was cut. But you can act upon that covenant and say it is mine. That's the essence of the covenant. Joseph was not there. When he, Abraham was told, I will carry your people from Egypt to Canaan. When he got to his tent, he said, I believe it. Not only that, he told his children, I know for sure, God will carry you to the promised land, Canaan. Why? Covenant. Why? God says, I am faithful. Why? God has sworn that if ever I fail in my covenant, whatever has happened to this animal, may the same thing happen to me. Can he ever fail? No way. Say that when you come to my promise, Joseph was not there, but he believed on the promise. You can take the promises of God, act upon it, and say that it is mine. Because all the promises, the Bible says that they have been fulfilled. Every single promise is governed by a covenant. God is saying that I will never fail. I will never fail. I will never fail. So when you come to him, know for certainty that God never ever fail. He will never fail you. He never ever fail. He will never ever fail you. When I quickly have a look at another uh, covenant that was acted for us by David and Jonathan. They acted it in the Old Testament time for you to understand what Jesus Christ has done for us. David and Jonathan. David from a poor family. Jonathan from a royal family. And we said the other time that a covenant is, uh, those days in their culture, a covenant is always between, let's say, a, a, a stronger nation and a smaller nation. A stronger person and a weaker person. In other words, the weaker person, you are the one who need protection. You enter into a covenant with a bigger person. And when you enter into the covenant, the, the stronger one says that I will be there for you. 
So you feel confidence when you enter into a covenant with a bigger nation, with a stronger person. So David entered into a covenant with Jonathan. Because those times, Jonathan was from a royal family. He has bodyguards sleep in a posh uh, 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 palace. They have land. They have property. He carries sword. David car- carries a sling. Catapult. He wasn't sleeping in a, a royal bed. Sleeping in a jungle. He hasn't got a royal uh, uh, bed around his waist. Maybe he doesn't even know what is a royal bed. The father Saul wanted to kill David. And Jonathan fell in love with David. So it was a privilege for David to enter into a covenant with uh, Jonathan. When you enter into a covenant, the, 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 um, the stronger person is saying to the weaker person, everything I have belongs to you. All that I am is yours. I will be there when you are in trouble. Your enemies will be my enemies. In the New Testament time, that is what you have done with Jesus Christ. We were rascals. In the kingdom of darkness, we were not sleeping in on the royal beds. We were, we were people who have gone astray. It was a privilege for us to enter into a covenant with Jesus Christ. Exchange of identity. Say that for our sake, not for his sake, he was rich. He doesn't need anything from us. Like, uh, like Jonathan, he doesn't need anything from Saul, from, from David. All the money, the limousine, the cars, he can change car anytime. David, maybe those days he was riding on horses. When Solomon was in a, a, a um, how do you call it? Jonathan is in a palace. We didn't need anything. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ didn't need anything from us. But for our sake, he became poor that we might be rich. Coming that low to lift us up. That is what Jonathan did. Came very, very low to us. To David, I'm lifting you up. Not only that, I will be your protector, your guide. I will be there for you when you need me. Amen. When I turn our Bibles to first, um, I think Second Samuel. Second, okay, First Samuel, First Samuel chapter eighteen. First Samuel chapter eighteen, verse three and four. I'll try and finish at twelve so that. Um, we finish service on time. First Samuel chapter 18, verse 3 and 4. After David had finished talking with Saul, Jonathan became one in spirit with David. And he loved him as himself. From that day, Saul kept David with him and did not let him return home to his family. And Jonathan made a covenant. Remember that because this is English, in the Hebrew translation, or when in the original translation, which is Hebrew in the Old Testament, said, and, and Jonathan cut a covenant with David. We said last Sunday that covenant, there is always a cutting. There is always a pain involved. In other words, you don't take it for granted. 
So Jonathan cut a covenant with David because he loved him as himself. Jonathan took off the robe he was wearing and gave it to David along with his tunic and even his sword, his bow, and his beard. And in the Old Testament time, whenever they cut a covenant, there is always a ceremony. And these things are written unto us for us to understand that when you are entering into a covenant, you don't take it lightly. There's a ceremony to remind you, you see and you understand. The animals were cut into two and they were placed aside. They bled. So when you enter or when you cut a covenant, when you are you have to go through, the two of you have to walk through the, the animals that has been cut. When you are going through or walking through the, the animals that have been parted into two, you are saying that whatever has happened to these animals may the same thing happen to me if ever I break my covenant. The last Sunday, the question I asked is, God, you and I were supposed to walk through this, this covenant. How many people, how many people will backslide if you went through this animal and you made this covenant? That may this happen to me if ever I break my covenant. People wouldn't backslide. Because you know that the moment you backslide, you have sworn that may your life end. You have only one life to live. If your life is going to end, the moment you break the covenant, you might as well stay inside than to live and die. So those days, they don't break covenant. And because we don't understand covenant, we don't understand what God has done for us. We take it lightly. But those days, they remember. That's what they were told, remember. Not only that, they saw the animal bleeding. They saw the blood. Whenever they come to the cross junction, they always remember the covenant. There is a covenant following my life. I remember when I walked through the animals. I remember the oath I made and I will never break my covenant. But we are saying that we are in a dispensation where people don't cut covenant anymore. So if we are not careful, people break covenant just anyway, anyhow. anyhow. And it looks as if the only covenant we have is the covenant of marriage. That is where people um, cut covenant. But even that, it is just like a contract. It has become like a contract. That's a serious one. The nations recognize uh, marriages. So if you equate it to covenant, they recognize the covenant in marriage. Even that, animals were not killed. They, they signed with, with what? Paper. This one, you are signing with your life. Your life is on the line. So they understood what it means when they say there is a you are a covenant child. They don't take the word of God lightly because they know the faithfulness backing the covenant. And once you understand the covenant, you understand your inheritance. You understand what is yours. And wherever they went, they remembered I'm a covenant child. It was said of the Jews that even if they travel to Russia, they are still prospering. They come to UK, they are still blessed. They remember, they remember the fact that they are 
their children who are blessed. That is your portion. May you always remember that you are a blessed child. That Christ is saying that because of the covenant I've made with you and I, you are a blessed child. Wherever you go, you carry covenant blessing with you. You don't leave it back. Wherever you go, you carry it. Amen. So David, Jonathan and David cut a covenant and there was exchange of robe. Exchange of robe means my my, my robe has now become your robe. In other words, you can picture Jonathan from a royal family, royal, wearing a royal robe. And you can picture David who sleeps um, because he was a warrior, wasn't sleeping in the palace. You can picture the kind of clothing he was wearing. Exchange your robe. In other words, from this day onwards, you have taken my identity as a royal. See, my identity has become your identity. That is what Christ did. Exchange your robe. You were not righteous. But because of a righteous robe that was put upon you, today you can say that I am righteous. And if you understand covenant, every day of your life, you remember, I am a righteous. I am righteous. Whenever you, you wear that robe, and the robe that you are wearing is not the robe that you take it, you, you put it on today and you throw it away tomorrow. Forever you are wearing that robe. And anytime, because you are wearing that robe, you are saying that I am righteous. Because Jesus Christ, in other words, he took our robe of sin upon himself. And he took off his robe of righteousness and put it upon you. Exchange of identity. Hallelujah. And he went on to say, exchange of sword. Jonathan gave his royal sword to David. And David gave his sling to um, Jonathan. Give his royal sword, golden sword, that Jesus Christ sword is a symbol of your of your um, the, the, the power you have, the protection you have, the kind of warrior you are. And the Bible makes us to understand that Jesus Christ, you are going to warfare and you don't have a sword. Or maybe the sword that we have or we had was a sword that is not strong enough. A sword maybe that can kill only flies. And that sword was taken away from us. We were given a better sword. The sword of the spirit. You can cause havoc by reason of the sword that has been given unto you. The word of the Lord is the sword of the spirit. A better weapon has been given unto us. Because of what? Covenant. Every day of your life, remember that you carry a covenant sword. Sharper than two-edged sword of men. The word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. There was a change of belt as well. In other words, uh, Jonathan took off his belt, gave it to um, David. David took off his belt and then gave it to Jonathan. Belt in those days is a symbol of strength. In other words, 
I am your strength. I will be there for you. Whenever you feel weak, remember that I'm your strength. In the same way, Jesus Christ, for our sake, he became weak. So that you and I will be strong. Say that let the righteous remember that they are strong. Covenant. Say remember, remember. That is why anytime we feel weak in our bodies, we can always go to the word of God and say that, Lord, I am a covenant child. I am a covenant child. I don't deserve this weakness. A blood was shed for me to enter into the kingdom. Remember the covenant. I'm a covenant child. Take away this weakness. That is why a woman who was, was, uh, uh, was, was, was sick and Jesus Christ met this woman on a Sabbath day. And people were wondering, Jesus Christ has healed many people. Is he going to heal on a Sabbath day? So he determined, decided to break the Sabbath law and give healing. And then what he said is that it's not lawful for this one being a daughter of Abraham. A daughter of Abraham is a symbol of a daughter of covenant. In the, in the weaknesses of this woman, he said, the strength that I brought, I release it upon this woman. The strength of God is your strength. Took away the weaknesses. Our weaknesses have been taken away. We have access to strength all the time. Not only one time. Not only when you, are, you, you, are, you feel weak one day. Say every day of your life, you have access to strength of Jehovah. You have access to strength of, of Jesus Christ. He took away our weaknesses. That is why he can say that let the weak say I am strong. You have entered into the kingdom based on covenant relationship. Based on covenant relationship. You are strong all the time. You are strong all the time. You always remember. Say don't ever take your, your eyes from the, the covenant. God said that the covenant is what? Everlasting covenant. Everlasting means that it is you can't, it's, it's indefinite to the infinitive. You can't phantom it. Say that you can always access strength. Say that this is the covenant I've entered with you. And you always have to remember. Say, always remember. Keep your eyes on the covenant. Keep your eyes on the covenant. Hallelujah. Amen. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. Say that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who is hung on a tree. Based on the covenant, he did this for us. Hallelujah. If the Lord permits, next week I will continue. Now, there was something that happened long after Jonathan had died. Jonathan had a son called Mephibosheth. The covenant, Mephibosheth was not there when the covenant was signed. But the David and Jonathan covenant they signed covered their life, their family, their children. Mephibosheth at the age of five was dropped. Mephibosheth became paralyzed. Bible said, and David remembered the covenant he cut with Jonathan and said, is there nobody left in the house of Jonathan or in the house of Saul that I may show kindness for the sake of Jonathan 
whom I entered into covenant with. Covenant went and looked for Mephibosheth and restored him back. Covenant. The strength of covenant can never ever be forgotten. If David never forgot his covenant, how much more Jehovah? He's telling you that remember the covenant. It is an everlasting covenant. A covenant that I will never forget. A covenant that anytime you remember, he doesn't forget. It is we who forget. But if today you remember and go back to it, the spirit and the power of the covenant is still speaking. Whatever you take and you say it is mine, so shall it be unto you. Amen. You want to bow down your heads?